0: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know like this. I ain't no spy scale Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And this, this is another classic episode from our archives. I'm pretty sure this one was originally written for our erstwhile YouTube series. It's about how our skin protects us from the sun, or tries to, by making us tan and freckle. Hey Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. When the weather is nice, I've been made to understand that some people enjoy spending time outdoors, where they're exposed to, among other things, sunlight. Stuff in sunlight can make stuff in your skin produce more pigment, which shows up as freckles or a tan— But how? Why, scientifically speaking, does skin freckle and tan? Both happen in your epidermis, which is the tough, resilient frosting on our body's cake. Under normal circumstances, it protects and helps hold in our precious, squishy insides. Your epidermis contains a few kinds of cells, but the ones we're primarily concerned with here are the keratinocytes and the melanocytes. Keratinocytes make up most of your epidermis. They're skin cells that are maturing and getting pushed upward towards your skin's surface by new cell growth. Melanocytes are specialized cells that create pigmented proteins called melanin. And by the way, they're not only found in our skin. Melanocytes are also at work in your eyes and hair, giving them their color, and in your heart, inner ear, and brain, doing no one is really sure what. Conspiring to make you enjoy reality television, maybe? But in your skin, melanocytes produce the pigments that help give your skin its tone. Whatever color your skin is, it contains an average of 1,200 melanocytes per square millimeter. Your genes and various factors in your environment tell your melanocytes how much melanin to produce and what types. One of those environmental factors is ultraviolet radiation, probably from sunlight or maybe from black lights at raves. And cellular biology is really complicated. To paraphrase Inigo Montoya, I'm just going to sum up. When certain types of ultraviolet photons pass into your skin, specifically into your keratinocytes there, and smack into molecules of your DNA, Those photons cause minor damage that sets off a chain reaction. The end result? Your melanocytes go into overdrive, producing melanin particles. Your melanocytes carefully pack those melanin particles into special organelles called melanosomes, sort of like little intercellular shipping boxes. These melanin packages move to the very edges of the melanocyte, and neighboring keratinocytes bite the melanosomes right out of the cell and absorb them. It doesn't hurt the melanocyte, it just sounds creepy because it is. Okay, so you catch some sun. If your melanocytes, and therefore your melanin-packed melanosomes, are spread evenly around among your keratinocytes, you tan. But if your melanocytes are clustered together, you freckle. Either way, the melanin particles absorb incoming UV radiation and transform it into infrared radiation, which is just low-level heat. Thus, your delicate, squidgy insides and your cell's DNA are protected from further UV damage. Without frequent sun exposure, tans and freckles fade over time because your keratinocytes don't last forever. As new skin cells grow and mature, your old keratinocytes are eventually pushed to the very surface of your skin where they become dehydrated and die. That's right, the cells on the surface of our skin, the ones that we can see and touch, are actually dead. But it's for a good cause. During the process of drying out and dying, your keratinocytes become the strong, durable layer that makes our skin so effective at keeping blood in and germs out. And when your keratinocytes move on to that big skin layer on the surface, they bring any melanin that they've collected along with them. And when those cells slough off through normal wear and tear, the melanin goes too, and your skin returns to its usual pigment, which in my case is translucent like a deep sea shrimp. Today's episode isn't based on an article, but was written by me, Lauren Vogelbaum, when I was writing for HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is now a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.